Hey everybody, welcome to Good Luck High Five episode 308. That's right, you're listening to a podcast that's for people who enjoy Magic the Gathering, whether you're hanging out playing on Arena, you're playing at your home with whoever your friends are, <laughs> whoever your, your friends, friends are. are, or you're heading out to a local PTQ. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And we are once again coming to you live from Spain. That's right. Maria said it like that because Spain is one of the most haunted countries on the planet. <laughs> is that accurate? I don't know. They're very Catholic, so it seems like it could be. That's a great point. Catholic is the most haunted religion. It really is. <laughs> you know, I mean, they've got so many like saints wandering around and stuff. Yeah. The Pope is like King Ghost. Yeah. Catholics the, right now are like... The Pope is like <laughs> King Ghost. <laughs> Deleting our podcast left yes, and right. Yes, they are. They're just like, wow, <laughs> this is some serious misinformation. <laughs> On today's episode, uh, we are going to tell you all about what we've been doing here in Spain, day by day and minute by minute. That's right. Or, what? if you don't want to listen to it, we'll also have a sick vlog. Oh, Yes. Uh, that so comes excited. out this week. So if you want to see all the sights of Spain, the most haunted country, <laughs> for yourself, <laughs> you can check that out. Yeah, it's going to be on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash goodluckhigh5. We'll be putting that up as soon as I finish editing it. But yeah, we went to some really cool places in Spain. Mm -hmm. Top of Montserrat. We saw, you know, Sagrada Familia, an amazing church and yeah. videotaped the whole thing. That's right. So you too can come on that journey with us. We'll also be talking about some of the magic news today. Oh my gosh. Because there has been just a whirlwind, a veritable tornado of news a in the past couple of weeks. If you will. Yes, it's a raining dust news. Bowl. And also news is washing up on the shores. <laughs> it's just like water during a hurricane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just imagining the news. There's been a storm surge of as news. A, dead fish. a storm surge of news. That's great. Yeah, so much stuff has happened in a bunch of different areas of magic too. Like yeah. arena news, actual play news from this weekend, stuff happening with the Magic Pro League coming up. And we're gonna let you know about all of it in depth in this episode. Because you know what? Maybe you don't want to read the internet. And that's just fine. That's really very fine. <laughs> Before we get started, though, we have a couple of people to thank. Yes. The very first people that we love to thank. We love thanking you, you. the patrons of the show. If you are a patron over at patreon.com slash GLHF. Wait, is that right? That's right. That's right. GLHF magic. Sorry, slash that was GLHF wrong. GLHF magic. God. We so appreciate it. Um, you were keeping the show on the air and on those video waves coming right at you. Um, you know, so yeah. we really appreciate it. And if you happen to be thinking to yourself, what could I give to a magic player that I, you know, that I love? Um, give them the gift of a podcast. I and like send that. them our way. Yeah. Um, because we will also be like, you're great and fantastic. We too will say wonderful things to the magic player that you love in your life. Yeah. And if you're like, I wish I could get Maria and Megan a present, you can become a patron and that would be the yes, best present you can give it us. It really, really <laughs> is. It really is. So for as little as $5 a month is the lowest shoe that we have on there. So that's about a little over a dollar a week, a dollar 25 an episode. But do you know what? If you're like, I'm, I'm stretched a little thin right now, but I still want to give, you can give less than that. Yeah. You can go as little as a dollar a month. Yeah. Um, and we appreciate it in any amount that you're giving. Big thanks to Card Kingdom, too. You can check out their website at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. That's the correct one for that one. And uh, buy anything that you want. You know, sing singles, they've got a great selection and great yeah. prices. They've got super fast shipping. Their customer service is bar none. They've got excellent products like for the stocking stuffers, that kind of stuff, especially Ultra Pro, which is another one of our sponsors. They carry their stuff. And if you say, hey, put a good luck high five sticker in my order, you know what? They, they will. will. Can you believe that? Nice. I mean, when do you get a free sticker these days? I don't know. But with Card Kingdom will give Card you one. With Card Kingdom, it's when you ask for one, which is the best time to get a free sticker. <laughs> when is the best time to get a free what? sticker? When you ask for oh, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say that there's been a joke on this show that we were going to make a shirt for, that Megan 
from Megan saying like creatures are the worst. Creatures are the worst. And you know what we did? We, we made, made it. We made it. <laughs> there is now a shirt that says creatures are the worst. So if you to share my, you know, Life my philosophy, deep, my deep regret for the creatures existing. <laughs> Uh, for populating what if creatures didn't exist you would have nothing to kill megan that's true never mind if you regret them on the battlefield (laughs) (laughs) you too can have a creatures are the worst shirt and not only a shirt but a hoodie a blanket literally a phone case a pillow all of these things can be yours in many colors through our teespring shop we tweeted it out it's going to be in the show notes uh, on this episode too so you can go in there and be like i want to buy one of these things they're really cute and um so if you if you have someone in your life who also thinks creatures are the worst yeah another great gift idea yeah agree we're just here for you with gift ideas i know we have so many we really do we also have a bag of three bags of uh, Walker's chips of uh, yes. varying tastes. Yeah. Provided to the show by none other than Tim Willoughby. Yeah. And um, I feel really weird about these. We are going to try one before each segment. One oh, is boy. turkey and stuffing flavored okay. chips or crisps, as he would say. One is Brussels sprouts mm. and one is pigs in blankets. Do you know what? I like Brussels sprouts a Me lot. Me too. And I like pigs in blankets. Okay. I'm medium on turkey and stuffing. Well, we'll find out. Um, but I don't feel enthusiasm for <laughs> these. <laughs> I mostly feel concern. <laughs> Magic news. That's right, everybody. We're here to bring the news to yous. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's very Dr. Seuss calling people use. Yeah, but before we do that, are we going to Oh, eat yeah. These? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we've got turkey and stuffing. We're going to start with turkey and stuffing. Okay. Crisps. Uh, we each are holding a microphone, so let's, let's see if we let's can co op this bag <laughs> very <laughs> carefully. Okay. Okay. There, there. we go. Oh, okay. teamwork, everyone. Wow. Teamwork. Um, so, yeah, uh, right. in the news, uh, first of all, was the World Magic Cup happened uh, this past weekend, and that's why we were here in <laughs> they Spain. They have a strong smell. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Oh, God. It Not smells... the World Magic Cup no, in Spain. No, the, the chips, chips have a strong smell. This this chip has a strong kind of like vinegar scent. I wouldn't I mind if it was know. that. It smells like, yeah. I don't know. Megan likes uh, vinegar chips. I so. love salt and vinegar chips. Okay, I'm going to go for it. Okay. You know what? Tastes better than smells. I'll say that. Not bad. It does taste like turkey and stuffing. I am astounded at how much this tastes exactly like turkey yeah, and stuffing. Yeah, it's really weirding me out right now. Same. Okay, well, thumbs up for me on turkey, turkey and stuffing Walker's crisps. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Same. World Magic Cup happened. 74 teams from around the world came to compete with the leading pro points player being the captain. The other two being selected as first and second place finishers in their country's nationals tournament, which is a super unique thing, um, which means we get a lot of like famous magic players here representing their countries and a bunch of people who are up and comers or lesser known players and a bunch of smaller countries that don't normally get a chance to shine on the pro stage, uh, get a chance to come out here and uh, really make a run of it. Yeah, it really was cool great. Tournament. Um, it was the first time that I've worked a World Magic Cup. I super enjoyed it. It was so fun. I loved seeing all of, all of the different countries, all of the different people um, here representing. It was great. One of the things that's my favorite part about it is the costume contest. Yes, called the Spirit, Spirit Awards. Is a much more adult way to put it. <laughs> yes, it gives it more dignity. The costume contest. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're. Uh, people come in national dress or a costume from their country that somehow represents their country or a part of their country's history or however they want to do it. And yeah. this year there were four winners. Yes, there were. There is Mexico, uh, Scotland. Yep. Classic kilt wearers. They looked What great. a bunch of classic kilt wearers. Very fancy. Guatemala and South Africa. Yes. Guatemala had beautiful embroidered jackets with the, yes. their green bird that's on their flag. I was yeah. going to say the name of it, but I'm going to say it wrong, so I'm not going to try. Okay. Um, South Africa had their flag on their back and flag on their head. Yeah. And Mexico was dressed up as revolutionaries, complete yeah. with fake mustaches, which was... Giant fake so mustaches, <laughs> which was hilarious. It was really great. <laughs> so congratulations to them. 
And uh, yeah, super sad that this is the last World Magic Cup for the foreseeable yeah. future. It was such I a great hope tournament. It comes back. I I have faith that it will. I like it. Yeah, I think it's so fun. There's not a lot of things I like, but I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Put this on the very short list. <laughs> Um, France won the whole thing. That's true. They did. Yeah. Led by Jean-Emmanuel Dupra was their captain. Yes. And uh, he's a member of the Magic Pro League. Yes. He's one of the few names on there that when we looked at the yeah, list, like, I was like, who are who? you? Who is this guy? But it, but it turns out very good Magic player. Yeah, he is. And a very nice guy, too. Yeah. Um, and, this, and France now is the only country in the history and maybe the future to mm-hmm. ever win the World Magic Cup twice. I know. So great achievement there yeah congratulations to them that was that's awesome yeah um and there were some great games of magic played oh yeah absolutely there were some long games of magic played but we'll talk more about it later yeah thing number two is we now know all of the players in the magic pro league that's right who are they we'll tell you you later later. (laughs) but just to summarize it's basically the top 32 <laughs> yes with a few exceptions with a few exceptions number three there is a bunch of updates to arena yes um so this ranges anything from user experience uh, they moved like the little thing that tells you yeah. what part of, what phase of the turn you're in over to the right yeah Looks I, I saw it in the center again oh but it was smaller oh i saw it over on the right like a little graphical dis- maybe it's I both saw places that too but no, because when I saw Marshall playing it yesterday, it was the small one again, but it was in the center oh. again. So I don't know. Okay. Well, it's somewhere. Well, it's somewhere. <laughs> it's somewhere. Um, a bunch. Uh, there is a possibility of a new format. We'll get into this called Standard Plus. Yeah. Um, updates to rewards, uh, ladder play, drafting with bot personalities, blah, blah, blah. We'll bot personalities? Yeah. Just wait till I tell you about this. I'm going to be weirded out. It's the robot future coming to arena. When you say bot personality, I'm just like, this is already worrisome <laughs> for, you know what? We're getting yeah. too close to robots being too smart. Yeah. Pretty soon the glue on our wings is going to melt and we are going to be bowing down to our new overlords. <laughs> the glue on our wing. Oh, we flew too close to the sun. Nailed it. <laughs> jet, jet lag is a beautiful thing, everybody. <laughs> yeah. At four, we have there's. A bunch of new magic story content yes. that is out there in the universe now. Um, one of them is there will be a Chandra comic book. Cool. And you can read the first six pages of it up on the ma- magic website and decide if that's something that you want to go out and and pick up. Um, it's, you know, Chandra adventuring in her days not when she's not fiddling with Nicole Bolas. So when she's not like guild pacting around exactly. or whatever. Exactly. When she's not like messing around with, what am I thinking with of? the guilds. What am not, I thinking uh, of? Not guild packed. Um, Gatewatch. Gatewatch. That's it. Yeah. You know, and she's not hanging around with the Gatewatch. Um, what is she doing? What is she doing? Fighting a lot of things with fire. Sweet. So. Classic Chandra. Yeah. If you're like, I'm a big, I'm a big Chandra fan and I want to know more about what she's doing or I just want to read more magic story in general, you can head on out there and get that. Sweet. And there's also an update to the story as far as Ravnica is concerned. Uh, thanks to Brandon Sanderson, who's a very That's famous right. author. Yes, beloved, beloved fantasy author Brandon Sanderson. Um, there is a magic novella cool. that he wrote that you can head out and also read. Wow! So if you are in a reading mood, do it. Also, you know, if it's like snowy winter, great time to read. Oh yeah! If you're avoiding your family, great time it's to the read. Holidays, Great time to read. You know, if you just feel like reading Magic Story, now there's more stuff out there for you to go and and read. Yeah, and there's a preview of Brandon's uh, story. I think there's a a few pages of it or something like that posted on Daily MTG. You can go there and check it out, see if you want to buy the whole thing. But yeah, really cool stuff. I I do love the Magic Story, and uh, I want to find out what's going to happen on Ravnica because... (laughs) Bolas has turned a number of people, as yeah. everybody so helpfully tweeted at us, and you know, yeah, that everyone who has a planeswalker as their guild leader yeah. is bad. Is Bolas alive? I'm sad. I know, me too. But do you know what that means? Hmm. Rakdos aren't. That's weird. So while my predictions were wrong, <gasps> Maria, your predictions were also wrong. That's true. I did think the Rakdos were going yeah. to turn bad. But turns out they just want to set themselves on fire. Like I said, they're too hedonistic. Yeah. 
They're too much. They're too self-involved. You reminded me of another news. What? News item number five. Whoa. There were some leaks from Ravnica Allegiance. Yes, there were. And I don't know. Should we talk about them? or No. You know what? They happened. If you want them, they're online. They're online. You can go see. There's not, they're not they're not too spicy. No. No. Um There's a couple of cards that are spicy. There's good cards for yes. sure. Yeah. But we're not like they didn't reveal all the new mechanics and all that no. kind of thing. The only or one the story. Or the story is uh, We're not gonna tell you. Don't tell them. Oh, okay. Because then <laughs> this is now it's your option if you want to go okay. see right okay. now. Okay. Or if you want to go enjoy it as part of, you know, the official yeah. release. I, I, I like seeing spoilers when they're meant to be spoiled. So I try yes. and hold off, but I was weak this time around and I look at them. Yeah. How could you? I love Racto so much. I just want to know what they're up to. You know. You know. You know what they're up to. <laughs> Who doesn't always know what the Rakdos are up to? Oh, I love those Rakdos. Those crazy Rakdos kids. <laughs> We're cracking it open. It's Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Can they beat turkey and stuffing? Because these these were pretty good. I'm just saying. All right, we're gonna try Brussels sprouts now. Megan's gonna be the first victim. Um, oh. <laughs> how does it smell? It smells like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> well, maybe like turkey and stuffing. Technology has gotten so good that we can make chips that just taste exactly like what it's meant to, t- to be. It's a real world equivalent. Oh, they're green, as they should be, I suppose. Okay. Oh, it smells vegetable-y. Okay, I'm going in. Not a fan. I am not a fan of this. <laughs> I just went through an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> Megan, talk us through it. So I ate it, and I was like, no. Wow. No, this is a bad experience. And then but what then, happened? Honestly, like five seconds in, I was like... I'm fine. You know what? I survived it too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Initially. You start off off being really unhappy with the chip that you're eating. But then towards the end, you're like, okay. I could eat this. It also tastes a lot like a Brussels sprout. It really does. It's like weird. How did they capture that? I don't know. Walkers. You. What's the word I'm looking for? Mad scientist. If you have an idea as to how chip companies can capture this type of flavor. Yeah. You know, so well. Yeah. Please, Please tweet, at, us. tweet at us with the hashtag chip magic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so World Magic Cup, France was the victors. Let's talk about some of the cool decks that we saw this weekend. Yeah. The one everyone was talking about was this Just Guy Control list that mm-hmm. I'm going to call Fight with Fire Control. Yes, I loved it. This was the center seat of the French team. Nice. Um, piloted by Arnaud Hochmiller. Yep. Which I, sounds terrible if you're not trying to say it. I wonder what like a hulk is in French. Hulk miller. You think that they milled a hulk? <laughs> yeah, but hulk. I want to know what hulk is. What is hulk? <laughs> okay, I'm going to look okay. it up. You keep going. Okay. Anyways, um, he was piloting this deck that was Jeskai Control, but its win condition was casting a fight with fire, targeting your opponent's face, and copying it with the expansion side of Expansion Explosion. Um, which is two mana, and you can copy a spell with CMC four or less um, and have it, you know, have it have new targets. But because of the way that Fight with Fire and Kicking works, Expansion Explosion looks at it and is like, yeah, this is CMC yeah. four or less. Go ahead, copy it. And it was just so cool. The first it's time awesome. I saw it happen, I was like, what? Because his opponent was green black yeah um and was like attacking him with like carnage tyrant and like had just attacked him with carnage tyrant and this other stuff and it's like looking at it, it's like oh you know carnage tyrant is one of the big problems for control yeah because you can't target it with removal and you have to have one of your sweepers but it's just like nope never mind he untapped and was like well fight with fire you and copy it 
amazing. And now you're dead. And I saw him to finish, to kill Andrea Mangucci. Yeah. Uh, in the semifinals, Andrea was at like 28 because yeah. of some wild growth walkers and stuff like that. And so he just kind of had to maneuver it so that he copied it two times. He did 30 damage. He did 30 damage. It One was, fell swoop. It was great. I think there's also a copy of like the Marari conjecture in the mm-hmm. deck. So potentially you can have a three. Uh, when it hits chapter three, you can also use that. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I loved it. Very spicy and yeah. helped France take down the whole thing. Also, a lot of people online I were seeing were very impressed with it. There are some pros who are just like, I think that they broke it with this really? deck. Yeah. Wow. This fight with Fire Deck looks very good. I mean, it it's just steamrolled people all weekend. Yeah. Um, really innovative stuff there. And, uh, of course, always exciting to see someone do 30 to the face. <laughs> Thumbs up. I wonder how it plays versus another control deck. I have no idea. That's something we didn't see a lot of on camera was control versus control. Thank goodness. I know. I agree. Cause look, as much as I, I love control, yeah. that's not where you want to be. That's no. not what you want to be watching on camera. No. It's just that mirror <laughs> all no. the time. But isn't that funny how decks kind of didn't line up? Like yeah. that? Although that being said, on the floor, I saw a lot of green, black versus green, black. Oh, well, black, that for sure. Or tokens versus tokens. Yeah. This is nightmare. Oh, those those matches. We saw on camera a green, black. And this is in the semifinals. We can write the green, black versus tokens. I don't know. I saw it like so many times. I can't remember anymore. Yeah, but I'm talking about the one that lasted. It oh, was yes. on camera yeah. and it was like mm-hmm. an hour long match. More than that, I would say. It was intense. There was a point at which the green, black player was at like 50 something life and they had a doom whisperer it's just like oh you can surveil as much of your deck as you want the only thing stopping you is the idea of decking yourself unbelievable yeah another favorite that somebody actually brought to the tournament and did pretty well with was chromatic black yeah in the hands of Oosh, who was playing this i want to say belgium belgium yes belgium um, a really fun deck that is mono black, but uses chromatic lantern to have your lands tap for any color. And then you you can use, what is it called? Mastermind's Acquisition to go get any card out of your sideboard and put it into play. And because you can make any color of mana, you can just go grab whatever you want. Say you need a ritual of soot. Well, go get that. Say you need a niv mizzet. Go get that. Yeah, because chromatic lantern says that you can... You can make all of those colors of mana. Zakama. Zakama. Maybe go get Zikama? that. It's Very an awesome cool. deck. Yeah. Um, I think some people were saying, I want to say that potentially the first person to build it was um, Ali Antrazi. Yes. Uh, who streamed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a really cool deck. <laughs> really neat. But across the board, most people brought Golgari, some build of Is It Drake's and like a... Or Just Guy. Just, or Just Guy Control and that seat. And then up, usually a Celestia Tokens yes. deck. Yes. There are also sometimes we saw a couple of big reds. Big red. Um, we also saw some Boros. Yep, uh, Boros Agro. Boros Agro and Boros Angels. Oh, gosh. Hong Kong had a, had the Boros Angels in the tournament. Yeah. And I was so excited to watch because that's the deck I've been playing a lot of. And yeah. um, they made it all the way into the top eight. And I was cheering they for those Angels. They made it all the way to the semifinals. Yeah, to the semifinals. Did you know the semifinals? The first time they lost all tournaments. Yeah, that's true. Undefeated. Yeah, really incredible. That? Um, Ooh, it was also yeah. really impressive to see them like they'd be playing against there was a time at which they were playing against another aggro player and it's like okay we're kind of behind but now it's just like well I played Neuralia so and now, you can't remove it what are you gonna and do? then I played a Lyra right afterwards and it's like now I have G-G. so many flying angels GG no re yeah. yeah yeah exactly oops I touched the bed and I moved the camera no Maria why do you hear that Boop a boop yes that's a European siren yeah it is they're so cute <laughs> much more pleasant than an american yeah. siren yeah. i have to say but yeah fun tournament really sad to see it go a lot of the players express that as well because if you're from a small country it's a really great chance to get to shine on the international stage mm-hmm. and uh, the spirit awards i think really summarizes that well and um exactly what the tournament means to so many players so hopefully we get to see it come back yeah or like it in the future Thanks to Ultra Pro That's for being right. our sponsor. Ultra Pro is great. We love Ultra Pro. We see so many 
do you know what I love? I love just going out when we're at an event like this and just seeing like all the different sick ultra pro gear that's out oh, and yeah. about. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, the new Planeswalker chibi sleeves are out yes. in the world and a lot of people were asking in chat this weekend watching the World Magic yes. Cup. How do I get those? They're from Ultra Pro. Yes. So many people. I saw so many comments on Twitter yeah. that were just like, where do I get these sleeves that this player is playing with? And every time it was those different kinds of sleeves. And yeah. it was, they're so cute. The answer is Ultra Pro. Ultra Pro. They've got some really high-end cool stuff for gifts, and hopefully we're going to be doing some giveaways mm-hmm. uh, before the holiday um, with some new gear for you out there in listener land. But if you can't wait that long, or you're not lucky, or you just want to buy some stuff now, <laughs> you can head to their website, ultrapro.com, or check out their gear on cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Um, they've got everything to stuff in that stocking. <laughs> yeah. All the way to the top. Or wrap in a gift. Or just give to someone if you're like, holidays aren't my jam. I get you. <laughs> just random present day. That's Why not? I, that's what I practice. <laughs> Merry random present day. I like that. I mean, I really do. Because it's like, also, do you ever have the thing where you get something for someone and you're like, there's no freaking way I can wait until oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah, all the time. That's me constantly. If I get someone something, it's like, no, you're getting this now. <laughs> I don't have the patience. You know what? Celebrate your own random present day with Ultra Pro. Tweet it at us using the hashtag random present day. <laughs> it's time for some pigs and blankets. Oh boy. Are you more nervous about this one or the Brussels sprouts? I was more nervous about Brussels sprouts, <laughs> but I think this might be the winner. You enjoy a good pig in a blanket. All right. I'm going to, this segment, besides talking about our pig in the blanket, um, Chips is going to be about the MPL, the Magic Pro League. The top 32, uh, or excuse me, the 32 players who will be participating this season were announced. And so, yeah, we're going to let you know who it is. Did you try one? No. Oh, okay. Um, And do you know what's really strange to these chips about, to me? About these chips to me? (laughs) What? (laughs) To these chips about me? They don't smell like they taste. Whoa, that is a strong pig taste. Hold on. <laughs> that is a strong pig taste. I was wrong. I like turkey and stuffing best. They're not like terrible, but turkey and stuffing is still the winner for me. It's very kind of like, I don't know what kind of pig they're using in their blanket, but I definitely get the flavor. Yeah. That also really tastes like a sausage. Weird. Okay, which one of these is your favorite? Real Brussels sprouts. Are you serious? Oh, no. Oh, sorry. You meant real ones. I wish real that ones. I was eating real Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I choose real probably, Brussels sprouts. Probably turkey and stuffing. Yeah, turkey and stuffing, a real winner. But, it's the um, flavor that's, l- that's least disturbing to eat as a chip. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good way to put it. Thanks again to Tim Willoughby for providing us with these delightfully odd chip flavors oh they're weird okay i'm gonna go down the list real quick okay these players okay <clears throat> alexander hain from canada not surprising andrea Mingucci from italy great great player do you know what some of the players this weekend were calling this the Mingucci invitation yeah he does top because he's been doing eight thing all the time yeah they've top aided everyone for the last four years led by Mingucci. Yeah, which is super impressive. Also, what a delightful person. He is delightful. He's so um, animated on camera. Yeah, It's wonderful. Andrew Cuneo from the U.S. Ben Stark from the U.S. Brad Nelson from the U.S. Brian Bronduin from the U.S. These are all just like classics. You're just like, I'm not surprised. Not surprised. Carlos Ramal from Brazil. Great. We love Carlos Ramal. Christian Hauck from Germany. Met him for the first time this weekend. Okay. Nice guy. Eric Froelich from the U.S., Great. Jerry Thompson from the U.S. Gregor Gregor Kowalski from Gregor Gregor Kowalski probably from Poland. Um, he's a great player. Everyone he's talks about how good he at is the, at the World Championship That's this right. year. Javier Dominguez from Spain. World champion. World champion. Uh, you all were saying, so in like the video oh, where yeah. you, this weekend they played a video um, that included Javier's parents. So cute. It's so cute. They're, his They're mom so proud. was like, I'm so proud to be the mother of the best magic player in the world. And she just smiles this huge smile. It was just beautiful. Cute. 
Jean-Emmanuel de Praub from France. We already talked about him. John Rolfe from the United States, which he's quietly been doing extremely well. This yeah, past he's year. like he was like seventh. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what? Oh, what? Who is this person? Oh, and then you're okay. like, oh, I have seen him just do well at every tournament yeah. he plays in. So it's wild. Uh, Ken Yukihiro from Japan, no surprise there, yeah. um, was playing this weekend. Lee Shitian also playing this weekend from Hong Kong. Um, is very excited and said he might be streaming because uh, there's some kind of streaming requirement yeah. uh, for these people in Chinese, which he says he thinks yeah. he might be the only person doing that um, from this list because nobody else speaks Chinese on this list. So that's kind of cool. That's super cool. Lucas Esper Bertu from Brazil. We, we, we love also him. think he's great. Luis Salvato from Argentina. He was here and he's awesome. fabulous. Player of the year. Great job. Marcio Carvalho from Portugal, um, who says he wants to draft a lot. I heard BDM interview him. Um, Martin Yuza from the Czech Republic, who is here. Matt Nass from the U.S. Mike Sigrist from the U.S. Siggy, we love Siggy. Owen Turtenwald from the U.S., no surprise. Paulo Vitor Dama de Rosa from Brazil. That was no kind surprise. of a question, like if he was going to leave his other job he just got recently, though. Oh. So there he is. Interesting. Piotr Golgowski from Poland. I butchered that, but I tried. <laughs> Ray Saito from Japan, who I'm, I don't really know him, but yeah. um, he's on the list. Reed Duke from the U.S., Seth Manfield from the U.S., um, uh, I asked Seth how he felt about this and who his biggest rival would be in the tournaments that they're going to run on the weekends, I think. <clears throat> and he said, uh, well, I always beat him in limited, but I've never beat him in constructed Brad Nelson. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. <laughs> what are you going to do? Brad Nelson. Yeah. Constructed juggernaut. <laughs> Shahar Shanhar from Israel, who uh, made... Was in the finals. the finals. They ended up second with the youngest person in the event. 15 years old. Yeah. Really cute. Uh, Shota Yasaoka from Japan, uh, William Huey Jensen from the U.S., and Yuya Watanabe from Japan. Very cool. Wow. So this is yeah. just a powerhouse club here. Of course it is. Yeah. This is a top 32-ish. So some people were questioning how they're going to choose these players, and the answer is they just went straight down they the list. They literally just started at the top and, and kept they, going. And uh, they stopped a couple of times. Kelvin Chu, uh, who you may know has been a rising star in the magic scene, he declined. From Singapore. From Singapore because he has a card shop and he didn't want to travel that much, so he passed. Which is too bad because I have heard so yeah, many he's pros. so nice. Well, I've also heard so many pros be like, Kelvin Chu is just quietly one of the best players yeah. out there right now. Yeah. Um, we saw him in the semifinals of the world championship two years ago. Yeah. Playing control. So he he passed, and I believe um, Andrew Beckstrom also passed. Yeah, because of job stuff. Because of job stuff. So we had to dip down a little bit lower in the list for a couple of the players, and one of those was Li Shitian, who I believe was 40th. Um, but uh, if I had to guess why they skipped 34th, 35th, blah, 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 is because they want another APAC region yes. player. So that's why he is there. Um, and I don't know who the other one who is not, who would be kind of like. I think Alexander Hain, I want to say, was 33rd. Oh, okay. But I, I could be wrong. I think you might be right because he did make that joke to me. Oh. <laughs> and now I get it. <laughs> Because I was like, where do you rank on this? Where do you rank yourself on this list? I suppose you could literally take your number, but where do you see yourself? And he's like, 33rd. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so there's your list. Um, still a lot we don't know with, you know, if they're going to pl be playing competitively against each other, or wacky decks against each other, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, um, but also this article was on ESPN. Yeah. You and made it big time, kids. I mean, ESPN used to show magic back in the day. Yeah. Is this something that could happen again in the future? Who knows? ESPN 8. Get ready. The Ocho. <laughs> the Ocho. <laughs> it's time to talk about Magic Arena. That's right. We don't have any more weird chips to eat. No, thank goodness for that. <laughs> I can only handle so many <laughs> um, first thing in the day. Wow. Lots of changes to arena yes. um, here in beta. One of the formats, is this format still going to be up? Is How long is Kipler's Giant Monsters up for? I don't know. It was still up yesterday. Good. I, I want to play it. I still want to play it. Me too. So this is another one of their, they're doing their like different specialized formats. Yeah. Um, based on different personalities. And the current one is none other than Dragon Master Brian Kipler. Yeah. Um, who loves big creatures, as has been known. 
Uh, and so in his format, when you catch, cast a creature with CMC four or greater, you get to draw a card. Nice. And look, creatures are the worst. But if they say draw a card, I'll cast them. Ooh, okay. I, I love this idea for a format. Yeah. Coming up after this, I believe, is Amazonian's format. She's a popular streamer on Twitch. Check her out if you haven't already. And her format is if you draft it, you can cast it. So I think it's a draft format and there's no mana. Wow. You just can play everything. What? Yeah, I think that's what it is. That sounds wild. Yeah, so things could get a little bit uh, unreal Yeah, <laughs> in that format, but both sound like pretty fun to try out. These these are um, some of my favorite aspects of Arena right now. Oh, yeah. That you can go on and do these like specialized formats that different people have dreamed up based on what they enjoy. Yeah. Um, so I, I recommend getting on out there, trying it out. And you don't even have to, especially in the early day of the format, if you if you hop on there on like the first or second day, people are still just figuring it out. Oh, yeah. You don't it's have to Wild have West. a great of a lot of great cards. You can just be like, let's throw together. Some Llanowar Elves and a bunch of creatures with four CMC or greater Let's and go to it. town. Yeah, I've been bringing mostly my dinosaur deck, probably. Yeah. Um, I, they took away my beloved Singleton uh, for now. I'm sorry. I'm really sad about it, but I'm going to try and find some way to get through it by playing Kibler's Giant Monsters, which is almost the same thing, <laughs> at least for me. So uh, they release these periodically. They're called State of the Beta where Wizards goes over changes that they're making to the um, open beta. And this time there were four, they had to release four different articles essentially on their forums about what they were doing. <laughs> uh, thing number one was an update to matchmaking um, and how they're going to do it. They said they've thought about it more and they've tweaked the numbers. They used rank win-loss record within an event, player match ma matchmaking rating, which is a combination of all of these Things like how many times you've won, the strength of your the cards in your deck, etc., your deck and your games played, and all, they combine all of these things into a special sauce that is put on burgers at McDonald's and also used to determine your uh, who you get paired against. So um, apparently, they say it's going to be better, and you'll play against better opponents that are more correctly matched for your skill level. So it remains to be seen. Yeah, you'll how play well against better opponents for you. For so you, if you were yeah. Like, ah, no, I don't no, want to play no, against only you. people who are better than me. Don't worry. It'll <laughs> be better for you. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that's really complicated. So you can go into that article if you want to learn more about it. Search for December state of the beta um, and you can find it. But <clears throat> yeah, lots of stuff there. The other thing they changed is ranking. So now, much like if you're a Hearthstone player, they had seasons that lasted a month long and you tried to see how far you could get up the ladder within that season. And then based on the, how far you got up, you got prizes at the end of that month, which what? is really cool. I didn't know cool. any of this. Look at we're we're informing Megan and maybe wow. some of you. <laughs> I didn't know why it mattered. <laughs> Hey, do you want I'll be golden honest, cards? Up until now, I had not. I did not know why it mattered. Well, it's that's fair because the letter didn't matter before. Yeah, and now it does. Um, so you're gonna try and work your way up. If you reach bronze, you get a pack at the end of the season, which is essentially you can do nothing and you'll get a pack. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Silver, you get a pack and five hundred gold. Gold, Ooh. two packs, a thousand gold. Platinum, three packs, a thousand gold. Diamond, four packs, a thousand gold. And Mythic, five packs and a thousand gold. Wow. Yeah. And That's cool. Of course, it gets harder and harder as you climb the ladder to rank up. Um, and then once you get to the end of the season, you get knocked back down depending on your rank at the end of the previous month. So you don't get knocked down as far. Not right. everyone has to go back to square to one. zero. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I love this. I think it's great. It's really yeah. fun to get free free rewards for playing playing the game. Um, the thing that a lot of people are kind of a little bit miffed about is that these la ranked ladder play is best of one. Yes. <clears throat> and so traditional constructed best of one and also draft best of one will be ranked yeah. right now. Um, I expressed, best of one stinks. I expressed my distaste about this on yes. Twitter. Because I believe that Magic is a best of three format and best of one is absolutely fantastic for casual play or whatever. But if you're going to be ranking people and these kinds of things, I think that's a competitive environment and it should be, as they're now terming it, traditional on yeah. Arena as opposed to competitive. I think it should be best of three. Yeah. And if they're just doing this for the data purposes, because 
they released a number that said 97% of all matches played on arena were best of one. That's fine if you want to data mine. But I think once you've got that data and you figured it out, uh, competitive or traditional should really be your ranking system because that's magic. Yeah. <laughs> that's just straight up what magic is. <laughs> Sideboarding is very important. Yeah. And um, the true metagame is very important. I, As I mentioned, I played a bit of, bit of Hearthstone and that is a best of one yeah. um, across the board. And I quit playing it after a while because their standard format just, frankly, it stunk. Yeah. Because you, it was dice, it was a coin flip, dice roll, however you want to put it, based on who you got matched up against. As some people say, there are some like there are some matchups where it's basically it's just super dependent on yeah. who's playing first. Um, there are people who are like the very best sideboarders usually have a plan for if I'm going to be on the draw or if I'm going to be on the play when they're sideboarding. And that sort of thought and consideration, I think, should definitely be rewarded. Yeah. And also, you don't want to end up with things where it's just like your your format is dominated by like mono red aggro, for instance, because they just run over people in game one and no one has a chance to bring in sideboard cards in games two and three. Yeah. That's how you end up with decks that just ruin a format. Yeah, I, I do not like that at all. And I think the experiment will start to go awry and we'll see it go awry pretty quickly after um, if this is implemented in a longer. Yeah, longer I've already term. seen some people with like their, for instance, their Dominaria. Um, ranked draft decks just being like as I got as I got higher and higher up the decks were all just like linear it was like mono red or mono white or stuff like that wow interesting um the other thing that was released uh was changes to the update of the look we talked about that the phases and your planeswalker when it's your turn look a little bit different you have new options as far as gameplay goes and passing and holding priority that kind of thing so you can get a little bit more granular uh, with it but this is the thing we were talking about earlier the other big change is guilds of ravnica draft bot personalities oh uh, what does this mean okay so when you draft a guilds of ravnica you might have come across that a lot of your decks uh were kind of looking samey the same thing was happening again and again they updated the smartness i'm gonna say the intelligence of the bots to make them make better picks but still you could basically kind of know your lane early on and, and stick to it because the bots were all doing the same thing they all were the same person essentially sitting around that um, yeah. eight person pod <laughs> now can you imagine sitting down at a draft pod yourself? and the other seven people <laughs> look the same I'm just talking about if you come to a table and the other seven people <laughs> at the table look the same. That's so creepy. It really That's a is. horror movie. I, what if it was all of yourself sitting around the table? Um, how would you change how you drafted? Oh, God. If you had to draft versus yourself, all eight people. Wow. Wow. <laughs> because that's what it was. But yeah. there were eight robots who all looked the same. Adorable. Or creepy? Or creepy. You decide. Creepy. <laughs> so what they decided to do is give them uh, personalities, and it'll be randomized every time you start a draft with a bot. So some of them have guild preferences. Like some of them think legitimately Celestia is the best draft, the best yeah. guild to draft. They're wrong, but they they believe it in their heart. Yeah, sit me down with that bot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, draft Celestia all day. Some think Demirror is the best. Some will go hard on Boros. Others are more like, you know, I'm going to call them the Marshall Sutcliffe bot, where they're just like i'm gonna pick the best card and stay open or whatever yeah. martial style of drafting or some of them will be like completely random what is it called when you like big creatures and flashy spells is that a johnny i don't know i can't remember which psychograph it is anyway timmy anyway um they're just gonna be like "Ooh, look at this rare i'm gonna take this rare oh look at this sweet oh this is a mythic i'm gonna take it oh so some of them are gonna be like people you would encounter at fnm or me, when you sit down to a draft, who likes shiny, shiny, mythic, foil, big, bad, boom, boom cards. Don't quote me on that. But that is no, true. No, but you but said that, it that so is we accurate. can. <laughs> shiny, foil, mythic, big, boom, boom. big bad, boom, big, boom yes. cards. I love them. I think that's why I love the Dino's deck, actually. But yeah, so it's going to be a more varied experience in draft now, thanks to some bots getting some personality injected into them, which is like really creepy also in a way. Are you who that you was are? Me sticking and <laughs> injecting a bot with a personality. Or are you just the personality are injected you just into the you? The personality with a syringe. Creepy. Um, I can't wait until we actually have real eight-person uh, pod drafts on 
Magic Arena because I think that is the tr- the one true way to draft is with eight other human beings, much like league play on Magic Online. But you know what? Um, I think that's coming. It's just this is just a stopgap. I'm going to give you another piece of news is that they also had a change that was done to the reward system for playing in events and they'd taken away card rewards for um, how you did in any given event. And the community had a big backlash. And within, I'm going to say, 24 hours, 48 hours, they had reversed the decision. So yeah. good on them for that for that call. Because I think the single card rewards were awesome yeah. in events. I loved, even when they were crappy cards, I still loved clicking on them, seeing them turn over. And, oh, what did I get? That experience was really fun. And it was just an, a neat way to add to your collection. Um, so I'm really happy that is still in the game. I think it's really, really, really fantastic. So thumbs up on making that change uh, when you had feedback from the community. The other piece of news um, in here, I actually have two more pieces of news, is there's going to be a new format introduced to Arena called Standard Plus. So this is kind of like what happens when these formats rotate. What am I going to do with all the cards that I had? Yeah. Are they Great question. Useless? Well, what's going to happen is essentially what this is new my new modern. New modern. Yeah, that's my <laughs> guess. New modern. We're starting modern off again, but yes. from this starting point of Ixalan. Yeah. New modern. Wow. That's kind of exciting. Yeah, it is. I'm interested to see what happens. It's and a it brand new world. Keeps growing. Modern 2.0. Yeah. Standard plus. I, I really like new modern, though. <laughs> that's kind of cute. And you know, if you think about it, modern. Contemporary. <laughs> Which postmodern? Postmodern? Postmodernism. <laughs> oh, these decks are so postmodern. <laughs> like at some point, modern was also like new. Yeah, it went back further than just like a set, but it was still kind of a new thing that didn't have Once all cards. Once upon Vietnam. a time, modern two was modern new. Two was a little baby. <laughs> yeah, standard plus. Um, and then people start speculating. Whoa, will we play standard plus tournaments in real life? I don't know. Maybe one day. Who knows? We don't know. We don't know. What but was, maybe. Oh, my final news was Magic Online isn't going anywhere. A lot of people were pretty concerned and Wizards put out an article that essentially said, we always said it wasn't going anywhere and we still mean it. So shut up. But my question <laughs> to you, though, is people <clears throat> yeah. who are listening who have Magic Online collections. Yeah. How much are you going to play it? Yeah. It's a great question. Because I'll be honest, I've thought about selling my Magic Online collection and honestly, by thinking about it, I mean that I'm going to do it, but I just need to remember that that's a thing that I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, it's um, true. I probably should, too. Because it's <clears> just, <throat> you know, if you think that you're going to play it, awesome. Get out there. Play it. Um, be happy. Do you. You do you. Um, but for me, it's like looking at it, it's like, well, honestly, the time that I have to play these days, I'm going to play on Arena yeah. because that's what I enjoy. And it's not that I... Like, don't believe them. I believe them when they say that Magic Online isn't going anywhere. Um, but looking at myself personally, I'm like, well, it do- it still doesn't make sense for me to hold on to this account. Yeah. So. People who love Modern or love Cube or love Legacy or any of these things, Magic Online still exists and yes. still has a team running it and still putting out updates. And you can still play on that if you want. For instance... I'm going to be doing commentary at GP Oakland coming up in January, and it's a modern tournament. And I've forgotten everything about modern, <laughs> just cramming all this standard into my head. Yeah. So I've got to go back and play a ton of modern, and I'm going to go on Magic Online and yeah. do Yeah, so, that's true. Modern is go. great. Yeah. So, you know, don't fear. It's still around um, yeah. if, you know, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Forever? I don't know the answer to that. No but, one knows. But... Who knows what things will be like in 20 years? That's that's true. I worry about it constantly. I think in 20 years, the, I will have um, a small robot uh, dishwasher that flies through the air and scrubs a little dish. I think that in 20 years, you're going to have a lot of people from California living in your state because wildfires burn down everything. Yeah, that's probably true. Minnesota is going to be like a tropical paradise in 20 years. Well, you know... <laughs> Canada's where's where it's at. Shout out everybody right now to environmental activism. If you don't know what you're doing for the environment right now, go out and do something nice for it. You know, um, call call your Congress people or your other leaders. Tell them to make pro environmental changes. Yeah, reduce your personal waste or energy use however you can. 
so that in 20 years you can be wherever you want to be with your small robot dishwasher <laughs> and not wherever the environment made you be. I like how I invented something completely un unnecessary. Like, how because... is a robot dishwasher better than a regular dishwasher? Isn't your dishwasher technically already kind of a yeah, robot? Yeah, it yeah. has programming and it has a job that it does. But I just wanted it to be like a, those scrubbing bubbles commercials that would come through and it was a little scrubber and it would fly to the toilet and scrub. You don't you don't want it to be both your toilet and your dishwasher. <laughs> Check out my new combo toilet dishwasher. Ah. <laughs> this episode of good luck high five for this week uh i've got to catch a plane yeah you do i have to go see more of spain megan's gonna hang out in spain for a little while longer yeah i am um i'm very excited yeah it's awesome barcelona great place yeah if you're looking for a cool city to travel to we recommend it um once again check out our travel vlog it's gonna be posted on youtube.com slash good luck high five so go over there give us a sub and turn on the little bell for notifications so you can know when we posted it um and check out our, our new Creatures of the Worst gear Yeah. Uh, um, in the show notes. Or you can check it out. We tweeted the link. You can go back in history and find some of our links. Do not check out Pigs in a Blanket <laughs> Chips. <laughs> Don't check those out. But you can check out Turkey and Stuffing Chips. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. Brussels sprouts, you're going to be upset for a moment, but then you'll feel fine. So... You make your own choice. Sounds on those. like how a lot of people feel about Brussels sprouts, just <laughs> generally. Do you know what? I love Brussels sprouts. I love them. I call them Bruss. We're on a nickname basis. Wow. My Bruss. You don't just call them sprouts. <laughs> no, What's up, sprouts? no, actually. <laughs> I try and get my dad to eat them every time I make a dinner with him. I'm like, I'm making my Brussels sprouts, making the Bruss, and he's just like, I will not eat those. Stuck in his ways. Wow, look at what a reverse parenting situation. I know. You're in. I'm like, eat your Brussels sprouts, Dad. And he won't do it. No. Um, yeah. Th thanks again to everyone who subbed to us on Patreon in the past month. It's been awesome to see some new friendly yeah. faces coming in there. We do so appreciate it. Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. Thank you again to Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro, the best two sponsors that a little podcast could ask for. Yeah. Um, they're wonderful. Hop, hop on over. Check out all of their different things for your magic life. If you're a Facebook user, you can uh, request to join the Good Luck High Five group, which will give you updates on when we're posting stuff far more uh, quickly and, and reliably, reliably than the page. Than the page will. So you can join. We've got a little community growing over there. Yeah. It's really cute. Um, and yeah, uh, if you're a patron, you get access to our Discord. Our Discord channel is great. has lots of pictures of ferrets in it right now. It really does. It's awesome. I didn't know ferrets were so... Cute? No, I knew that. <laughs> what was I going to... Like, multi-talented. <laughs> ferrets are so multi-talented. They really are. Aren't they? They do a lot. So They you do know, a lot. Good job, ferrets. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, ferrets. Good job, ferrets.